It's seven minutes past five o'clock. It's the ninth day of August, and it's time for us to do the drive at five. I'm Rick Dayton. Western Pennsylvania's biggest health insurers are saying that they've got a proposal, but you may not like what they're asking for. Western Pennsylvania's dominant health insurers proposing average premium rate increases between six and 11 percent. For individual market in 2024, that's higher than the statewide average request of 4.2%, according to the state insurance department. Highmark seeking a premium increase of 11.2%. Highmark coverage advantage asking for an increase of 9.9% for the 10 counties around Pittsburgh. And that is according to the insurance department. Well, UPMC health options seeking a rate hike of 6.2%. For members in Western PA, the proposed rate increases for both companies would also apply to other parts of the state. Insurers selling small group coverage requested statewide increases of 4.1%. Pennsylvania teacher shortage continues to get worse. Districts now are trying to figure out how are they going to fill open positions Well, the only choice they have is to hire underqualified educators, according to a brand new report. Across the state, districts are hiring educators who have limited experience, those who are not fully certified, and others with temporary teaching permits in an effort to try to ensure there at least are adults in the classroom throughout the upcoming school year. When you've got a teacher shortage, what do you do? What are your options? Well, your choice may be to hire someone who's not as qualified for the position, but at least there's someone that it's going to be in the classroom, and then you try to figure out what to do next. As a matter of fact, 19% of high schools across the state hired out-of-field teachers, meaning they're teaching a subject or they're teaching a grade where they're not fully certified. According to the latest findings, 6% of high school teachers had three or fewer years of teaching. They're called novice teachers. And about 3% were working on emergency permits, meaning they received permits to temporarily fill open teaching positions but did not hold teaching certificates. If you check out the middle school level, you're looking at 12% being teachers out of field, 6% were novice teachers, 3% holding those emergency permits. A couple of young men are among those who love collecting coins. And as a matter of fact, they started back in 1957. And one of them now says that he's got himself, well, basically a treasure. The fact that he has collected coins for his entire life. He is among the hundreds of coin collectors and vendors who are in Pittsburgh for what's called the World's Fair of Money, hosted as part of a convention of coin collectors at the David L. Lawrence Convention Center. More than 1,200 dealers are going to be buying and selling rare coins, vintage paper money, as well as metals and tokens in all price ranges. Also, gold and silver will be on the uh, trading tables. Many of the experts are going to provide free informative evaluations of old money from the public. As a matter of fact, uh, the guy uh, the Post-Gazette talked to said the very first coin convention he went to was more than 60 years ago, and now he gets to have an opportunity to do that not far from his hometown, right here in Pittsburgh. Downtown still being plagued by high office vacancy rates. Pittsburgh's Urban Redevelopment Authority is ramping up its efforts, wants to encourage residential conversions, and it wants to use tax abatements to do it. URA officials are pitching a plan offering 10 years worth of property tax abatements to developers who are willing to undertake residential projects in the Golden Triangle that include affordable housing or commercial 
or industrial ventures that create at least 50 new jobs. Now, there's a vote set for tomorrow. It has to be approved by the URA board as well as getting sign-off from Allegheny County and Pittsburgh Public Schools. Wildfires in Hawaii, hundreds being evacuated throughout the course of the day today as they continue to deal with wildfires on the Big Island and on Maui. Blazes that have been fanned in part by strong winds from Hurricane Dora, which is about 800 miles to the south. The Coast Guard said they had to rescue multiple residents who literally had to get into the ocean in order to escape the blazes and the smoke. The Hawaiian Islands, all of them are under red flag warnings through this evening, meaning conditions are ripe for more of those fires to not only kindle, but then spread. Hollywood writers and actors say they are getting squeezed right now. When the Writers Guild of America went on strike back in early May, one first-year member of the union who recently was working as a writer on an Apple TV Plus series was gripped by panic because she said she was already struggling to find her next job. And then she realized by being on strike, she's probably going to be out of work for months. Well, now she is concerned about professional repercussions and, more than that, her dwindling bank account. She says she's taking a financial hit from being on strike and she's uncertain when she'll have a steady flow of income again. She's managed to put together some stopgap gigs like walking dogs or nannying, maybe assisting someone with travel arrangements, but she said she's been relying on food assistance and living off savings that she had basically squirreled away for the past five years. She says she can last on those cash reserves for maybe six months, but then she doesn't know what she's going to do Next, that strike continues. Diane Feinstein going to the hospital after a minor fall. The senator from California fell at her home in San Francisco Tuesday and had to go to the hospital for a couple hours to be checked out. TMZ first reported it. The 90-year-old senator paid a visit to the hospital after she tripped and fell. Feinstein's health has been closely watched this year. Remember, she missed three months of work in the Senate after being hospitalized with shingles. And she has rejected calls to resign and insist that she will stay a senator until her term ends in January of 25. Ohio voters overwhelmingly rejecting a ballot measure Tuesday that would make it harder to enshrine abortion rights in the state constitution. A major win, say those who back reproductive rights. Issue one was asking Buckeye State voters to decide whether they would raise the threshold of support required for future state constitutional amendments to 60 percent. Currently, all they needed was a majority well, that measure also proposed toughening the rules for groups to try to put measures on the ballot by requiring them to obtain signatures from voters in all 88 Ohio counties instead of the 44, which is half required now. And from international news, we wrap up with this, a meeting between officials from the United States and Niger, the uh, company, I'm sorry, the country's capital. There was a meeting on Monday in the U.S. and a top Nigerian general involved in the discussions, well, the uh, general declined to guarantee the safety of the president. The president is now being detained by rebels, and that leaves some U.S. officials concerned that the president of Niger could be in danger. The acting secretary of state traveled to Niger Monday with the hope of meeting with the president, who was democratically elected, but then toppled in a coup. And the new self-proclaimed leader is a general 
and Nigerian officials at this point have been blocking a lot of proposed meetings between the U.S. and the president of Niger. So now there are many questions about what exactly is going on and the stability of that African nation. That is your Drive at 5. I'm Rick Dayton wrapping things up at 515. It's 82 degrees and mostly sunny as we ride home on this Wednesday.